Hello again, still with me are Pauline O'Reilly, Green Party Senator and Chair of the Parliamentary Party, Louise O'Reilly, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Fingal and Party Spokesperson on Workers' Rights, Enterprise, Trade and Employment, Matt Shannon, Independent TD for Waterford and Tyg McNally, Political Reporter with the Irish Examiner and Tyg, to you first. Um, another all-nighter in, uh, in Dubai. Anybody nostalgic for social partnership or indeed other cops uh, knows that knows the value of a good all-nighter to focus the mind what's going on yeah so we're 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 into that sort of stage of cop where uh it's officially supposed to be over but we're we're well into another day of it and we're likely to have another day tomorrow so essentially the the sticking the sticking block here is around the draft text that was uh that, that's due to be agreed so essentially there was a, a draft text put together uh, a couple of day, two two days ago um and there, there was some consternation, particularly from the EU side and, and a couple of other countries, around the the lack of a of a phasing out of fossil fuels um, phrase within within that text. So, um, Eamon Ryan, who's who's one of the one of the leading uh, EU negotiators uh, for climate finance, uh, essentially said that you know unless this is unless this draft text is changed and unless we get uh, you know meaningful change to it and we get the inclusion of you know uh, steps towards you know phasing out of fossil fuels, the EU would would look to pull out of 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 the of the COP. Um, we essentially need, you know, a full consensus on this. So it's not you can't just uh, throw it in there, a couple of countries, and then that's agreed. You need the whole, you know, two hundred countries to to come together on this. So it it sort of is that sort of crunch time where we're going to be waiting another day, I'd say, until we until we have a full text on this. Um, yeah, you're spot on. I think it's um, the, according to news coming in about ten minutes ago. They they said there'll be another text um, out tomorrow on that. Um, Pauline O'Reilly. Literally burning the midnight oil, seeing as that's what keeps the uh, air conditioning and and everything else going in uh, in Dubai. But there was a kind of an extraordinary statement there, saying that the the, the text that uh, the EU regarded as substandard. I think the uh, United Arab Emirates said, or the presidency of the COP said, um, it was deliberately provocative to, to get a discussion going. A bit of a wind-up, only joking. Yeah, spark a reaction. Well, it did get a reaction, and I think probably um, a reaction beyond what they had expected, um, what those Petra states had expected. So, you know, essentially we're talking about COP being held in a place where... Um, where they're reliant or they certainly feel reliant for their their massive um, income on fossil fuels. And um, you might be forgiven for thinking that that's the reason for the very, very weak language. Um, I do think that even though it's almost laughable to hear that comment about it was it was weak to to spark a reaction. Um, it does show that there is hope there, that there will be stronger language. Um, and I certainly listened to to uh, Mary Robinson on the news earlier, who felt that she had hope. Um, you have to, and um, I think that uh, you know it is it it does demonstrate um, the faith, I suppose, and the confidence that the EU would have in Ireland and in in the kind of leading role that Ireland is playing at the moment in terms of climate action in having Eamon Ryan as one of the main spokespersons for the EU. Mm. So we did have a, a situation where it was the EU coming out very strongly, i.e. Eamon Ryan coming out very strongly and saying, 
we're just not going to accept it and threatening effectively to walk. But we've also now seen other countries like the US and Australia coming on board with that as well. That has to be mounting a lot of pressure. The, the US that's building a big pipeline in Australia, well, that's, that's, uh, that, that where mining plays a massive part. Well, in it's the, sho- it is quite shocking to me, to be honest with you, to see the US um, coming out. But it demonstrates actually that, you know, politically they know that this is not something that the electorate wants. I mean, people genuinely do worry about climate inaction. Um, And so I think, like at the start of this COP, I was worried that nobody would be talking about it. And that's the worry with every COP, is that it'll it'll struggle. And now... We aim to please on the late debate. And now um, we're having this conversation, which I think is really important. And, um, And I hope that you know, it really concentrates minds at home as well. All right. Um, Matt Shannon, what do you make of the debacle uh, going on in COP? Is it coming up in the doorsteps in Waterford? Well, look, climate change is everybody's problem. And I think John Kerry uh, framed it properly when he said we're in a war, and a survival war, and that's basically it. And anybody who has children or grandchildren, I think, should be looking down the road and asking, what is the future? And the future has to be a transition away from fossil fuels. I think everybody at this stage, when I say everybody, most... Uh, Western countries at least How do you think the transition's going then? I don't think it's going very well and I think this is one of the the failures of something like COP when we're over telling uh, uh, countries who we're totally reliant on by the way for for a large amount of our energy because they are the fossil fuel uh, resources of the world we're not doing, we're three and a half years in government, we've barely put Mara together to try and, and see can we get some offshore wind generation. In 22 years we haven't put a solar farm uh, inshore in the country. I think I heard in the Dáil the other day we haven't had planning permission for uh, a wind farm in the country generated in nearly 10 years so it's not going well and if we want to be serious about renewables we have to get seriously, we have to get seriously behind it but I think look what's happening in COP at the moment is from, from an international standpoint at least it shows that pressure is building internationally right. to see, see climate mitigation measures. Louise O'Reilly, it's, it, I suppose it's easy for Ireland, which doesn't produce any oil, to throw its eyes up to heaven about the stance of, of Dubai. But if, if people, uh, if, uh, if Ireland was told you need to phase out your methane and you need to do it quickly and you need to commit to it, there might be a pretty negative reaction. Well, I'm not sure about that, but I what I do know is I'm, I'm no stranger myself to those late night negotiations uh, as a former trade union official and having negotiated uh, quite a few national wage agreements. Sometimes what you get at the very end is uh, a clarity, a clarity of purpose and a determination to get it done. And, and, you know, people come with their sleeves rolled up and sometimes what you get at the end is a fudge just to get you finished. So I'm very hopeful that uh, it's not the latter and it will be the former, but we'll see when the text is published. I think it's tomorrow at 6 or 6.30 it's expected and then there's another plenary. Uh, So we will see. Um, I mean, it was of concern. When I found out, I thought I was actually misreading it when uh, when I read that there were 2,400 fossil fuel lobbyists at at the COP. That to me seems like a tremendous number of lobbyists let's hope that we don't see their their fingerprints all over the the final text but we'll see uh, as i said uh, sometimes the the last all night or before you you have to come up with uh, before you have to come up with a text is the one that concentrates people's minds sometimes it's not so hope, well, let's see hope before the dawn 